Hello and welcome to the Perfect Gentleman podcast. My name is Zach Faulkner Barfield, and alongside me is the erstwhile charming, debonair, and delightful Mr. James Marwood. Hello, <laughs> my friend. I have missed those. I, I, they're very good for my ego. <laughs> I'm very glad, sir. I'm very glad. I should yes. have to do more of them. Uh, apologies out there to uh, Podcast Land and our lovely listeners. And we had some people say, Where are you? What's happened? Well, we had a, a couple of issues some health issues, some work issues outside of the perfect gentleman and the podcast that both James and I had to do with and it sort of killed our podcasting for a little while. Indeed, it went a little sort of perfect storm of one thing after another, but everything is back to normal. Yes, everything's back to normal, we should be back on schedule, back on track. For you, our lovely listeners. Yes, I have missed doing it, actually, I must say. Oh, I enjoy doing it very much. Glad to be back. Exactly, we're glad to be back. And today, we're all talking style, James. Mm, indeed. Well, I've, I've had a few, a few questions put to me, and we always like to get questions. We do always like to get questions. Mm, so I thought it might be worth covering off a couple of those, and then there were some, some interesting things we saw that we could talk about. Absolutely. So should we start with possibly the easier question? <laughs> um, on, then. Yes, you don't know what's coming here. When should you wear double denim? <sighs> Somebody asked me this about 10 days ago. I must admit, I asked one of the project managers I'm working with, who's a very stylish young lady, and she sort of looked at me like I was crazy and said, never, (laughs) which would tend to be my view, mostly. Mostly. I posted a photo on my personal Instagram a few weeks ago of me at 19 Ah, um, doing double denim. Yes, well, that was was the, the early 90s. Would that be middle 90s? It was the late... Late 80s, yeah. So double denim and you know floppy hair and all that was was a bit more acceptable then, fashion wise. Would I wear double denim now? I probably wouldn't. Mm. Well, first of all, I don't wear denim generally anyway. I do not have the devil's trousers in my wardrobe anymore. I have seen it worn well, but I think you have to be a particular. It has to be a particular style. I think you have to be Western cowboy kind of look, or you have to be very rock and roll trendy. I mean, for my personal thing, it's not sort of a gentleman double denim. I don't know about your thoughts. I'm wearing jeans more now because the office I'm working in is is very casual. So unless I have uh, meetings with externals, I tend to be wearing either just uh, flannel trousers or cords as I was today, or denim. That's how the client dresses, and so I like to match. The only time I've ever do wear double denim, I have a... Well, I'm not sure it's technically denim, but I have an almost denim shirt, styled quite quite formally. Um, so it's just like a normal a, a normal shirt, which is almost denim. It's chambray, mm-hmm. which is a similar sort of light blue dyed cotton, quite a rough texture, that I wear sometimes with, with a tweed suit or with, with flannel, and I sometimes pair that with horror of horrors a denim tie okay <laughs> no that was that, that was the response i was expecting even though it sounds like it shouldn't work i love it i think it's great it's again quite a light cotton very very dark blue and a very traditionally styled tie it's made by the yellow hook tie company from new york who make interesting ties out of unusual cloths and I really like it. But I wouldn't wear that shirt, that chambray shirt, with jeans. And I probably wouldn't wear other items of denim. But with appropriately rough suit material, so flannel, tweed, that sort of thing, I think it goes okay. I think in general, double denim is not frequently accepted. No, not unless you're either a rock star or a cowboy or you're very, very careful with what you do. So avoid the avoid double the denim. Avoid the double denim, absolutely. Yes, yeah, certainly don't a, a denim or jean jacket and, and jeans. No, 
The next question I got was possibly a bit more tricky and a bit more interesting. Hmm. Brown shoes. Ah. When do you wear brown shoes and what sort of shade is best? The no brown in town rule. Yes. Do you adhere to that one? No, not at all. I think it it used to be very appropriate, especially if you're working in the city. Certainly a a couple of uh, friends of mine who are very great sticklers for city tradition would completely adhere to that still. I do wear brown shoes um, relatively frequently, especially during the summer months and the autumn when the uh, colour palette of clothes tends to fit brown shoes better. Yes, I mean, I must admit, I wear brown shoes probably as much as I wear every other colour combined. I have three or four pairs of brown shoes that I love. I wouldn't wear them when I'm working with banks and I'm going to formal meetings. I wouldn't do it then. Then it's black or dark blue shoes and grey dark suits, navy, that sort of thing. But for the rest of the time, with a light grey suit, I'll sometimes wear a darkish tan shoe. If I'm wearing a brown suit, either I have some dark chestnut monks that I love to wear, or I have some brown suede shoes that are great with a more casual suit. That's my working wear. And then with jeans and denim, if I'm slightly more formal, it'll be the brown shoes, the ubiquitous brown monks, or it'll be brown boots. So I think the answer to the question is, as long as you pick the right outfit, brown shoes are fine. I think a great rule of thumb is to have shoes which are darker than the suit, because lighter always looks a little bit messy to me. It's a fabric thing as well. I think if if you're wearing a linen or a flannel suit of that description for summer, you can get away with a nice light tan shoe. You can get away with a, a light blue suit with brown shoes but it has to work and that's kind of a question of you look in the mirror and you see the shoes with next to this the color of the suit and you kind of go does it work in my eye line okay then I'll, I'll try it and what you don't want to do is attract and draw attention down to your your shoes you want the eye to naturally flow up to your face and that's why lighter shoes or Shoes that are, that stand out a bit too much are a problem. Yeah, and this comes back down to also the other thing of, of making sure that all your leather matches. Yes, indeed. There's nothing worse than a dark brown pair of shoes and a light tan belt. Indeed. And interestingly, I was having this discussion with a, a female friend of mine a couple of days ago. She said she always appreciates that I change my watch to suit my shoes. I do, and I've never really given it a huge amount of thought, but I have a, a brown strapped watch and a, and a black strapped watch and a, and a silver metal strapped watch and depending on the shoes and if I'm wearing a belt they match to that that's the rule all your leather should match your belt your watch strap your shoes should match yeah so if you if you find yourself with a pair of shoes that aren't you find yourself not wearing because the colour's not quite right you can tweak that a bit with the right polish what are the questions have we been being asked? I think we had a question on Quora. There was an article in fashionbeans.com about the nine ways women want you to dress. And there was a question on Quora about what's men's dressing style do women prefer. And some interesting things there. Nothing surprising from my perspective. I don't know about yours. Just reaffirms what we keep saying all the time, really. Dress well. Yes, I mean, it was interesting how much variety there was. And we know that, that there's no one thing that all women like or that possibly even most women like. It was interesting, especially when ladies were talking about what they didn't like, that a lot of common themes came out, such as dirty, ripped, unkempt, badly fitting. And it didn't matter if they preferred guys in jeans and T-shirt or if they preferred a guy in a suit. It had to fit right and be clean. Fit was a big thing. There was lots of comments about on jeans hanging around the backside. I did bounce the question off the ladies I'm working with at the moment, who are a, a real mix from early 20s through to late 50s from all sorts of different backgrounds. And all of them mentioned that they really, really hated jeans that 
just didn't fit that were stupidly tight in the legs and really baggy around the bum that uh, one lady said make you look like you need your nappy changing <laughs> like probably that, not a look much. that we want to you want to promote you don't want a lady thinking that when she's looking at your bum no you don't want that at all fit was very important as we said and interestingly enough we've said this ever since the beginning and now it's confirmed there was the survey was done by a men's retailer saying that to, women do really judge a man by his shoes they were saying 25% of women would pick a proper brogue or an Oxford as their choice of ideal shoe for a man, but almost all of them were like they check the shoes out. Yes. It's interesting as well about shoes are a really easy thing to get a little bit wrong. I'm working with a chap at the moment who's very well-dressed, very handsome guy, but his shoes are never polished. Again, when we were having this discussion at work, well-polished shoes was a pointed comment. If you've got scuffed and ratty-looking shoes, it doesn't matter how good quality they are, they're not going to look great. And ladies do notice. Absolutely. There is a problem that a lot of even quite expensive men's shoes are cheaply made. It's quite easy to spend a lot of money on shoes that will look great for a couple of months and then look look terrible. So if you buy traditional Goodyear welted shoes that are made in a traditional manner. It doesn't matter even if you prefer a more modern style, you can still get shoes made in that manner that will last you in 20 years, 30 years. I think one of the final things that I thought was quite interesting on that list of things that women like and don't like is that almost every lady surveyed loved a man in a suit. It was sort of 80% thereabouts. And the next most common thing, which is, is something I'm a, I'm a big believer in, especially for, for casual wear, was jeans and a plain T-shirt. And plain is the important word there. Not a comedy T-shirt or a tap-out T-shirt or something covered in, in skulls and explosions or cartoon characters. A well-fitting plain T-shirt. White, blue, doesn't really matter. You know, a good, well-fitting pair of jeans and a good, plain-fitting T-shirt, maybe a leather jacket over it if you're going out to brunch on a on a Sunday morning or something. You can't go wrong. And for ladies, they said avoid yellow. Yes, yes, that was interesting. I don't wear a lot of yellow. It doesn't really go very well with my colouring. How about you, Zach? I have a very bright yellow linen shirt, but I only ever wear that when I'm tanned and in the sun. But that's the only yellow I have. I do have a knitted yellow tie. A grenadine. It works quite well with tans and that sort of colour. If I'm wearing it in a formal situation, I'll only ever wear it when I'm wearing a, a waistcoat or a vest. It's too bright and too dominating just to wear by itself. We talked about it earlier. The uh, was it the beauty queen? Oh yes, that was interesting. Yeah, we talked about this a few a few months back. I think the Northern Irish beauty queen who couldn't find a guy to date on this TV show. She she met several prospective suitors, and the chap she went for. One of the things she talked about was how well he dressed. And he wore a very smart shirt, a very smart, well-tailored pair of jeans and a tweed jacket. And the other ladies who were, were commenting were, that's a guy who knows how to dress. Not trying too hard, not being too showy, not being too fashion-forward or trendy. Just classic, understated, well-fitting elegance. That is the key, and dress better. And that uh, sort of brings us neatly on to uh, another topic. There was an article in actually the same website, fashionbeans.com, about difficult menswear fabrics, which I kind of thought was interesting because I read the list of fabrics and thought none of them were particularly difficult. No, I had the same thing. So number one and number three, or number one, number four, were tweed and, and corduroy, which is what I, I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing uh, some dark brown corduroy trousers. Um, which I, I love cords, especially when the weather's cold. And tweed, I think that the secret, and 
It is interesting the way they're looking at it. For me, it's all about texture and about having textures that work appropriately together. So generally, rough textures go with rough things and smooth textures go with smooth things. So one of the reasons why wearing your suit jacket with your jeans looks so terrible is because you're pairing smooth worsted wool with rough denim. Swap that worsted wool jacket for a tweed jacket or a flannel, something with some lift and some texture to it, suddenly it looks great. Yeah, absolutely. It's playing with the textures. It's playing with colours as well. Not all tweed is brown with red flecks in it or blue flecks in it. Absolutely not. Traditional colours of tweed are the colours of the Isles of Paris and Lewis, which include everything from sands to greys to blues. There's so many tweeds out there. And then you get guys like um, Dashing Tweeds, which have fantastic colours, some a bit garish for me. He does this amazing purple, blue and burgundy check, which is fantastic for a night out or for a party. Now, it, it did mention uh, linen, and I know you wear a lot of linen, Zach. I love linen. I mean, especially sort of summer and anywhere in a warmer climate, linen is a fantastic fabric. I mean, the trick is not to have pure linen. You know, you need a linen silk or a linen cotton blend, so it gives it a more softer and a comfortable feel. Straight linen is will just crease. I was in German Street and I was wandering around looking, wasting some time. I popped into a store on, on German Street and I saw a gorgeous uh, light blue three-piece linen suit. I must come and try that on shortly. One thing that I really like is, I, I can't remember where I saw the cloth now. I think it was one of the German Street shirt makers. They had some chambray linen mix. You could use that either as an overshirt or if you wanted to play with things, you could you could get a, a formally cut shirt like that and wear it with a formal suit. And I think it would look fantastic. Something that has a little bit of texture and interest to it, but not enough to totally dominate. A slight little bit of thought. You can get away with almost any of the cloths that they're talking about. They talk about tweed, linen, corduroy, uh, velvet and velour, which for me just is a great velvet or, or velour smoking jacket or dinner jacket. A great cut, one of those, is beautiful. A chap I met in one of these cigar clubs in London, he was coming from the theatre and he had an absolutely fantastic burnt orange smoking jacket. He was quite a dark-skinned sort of Mediterranean or a Central Asian sort of colouring. It looked amazing. Nothing else had any short to it. Plain white shirt, plain black blow tie, plain black trousers and this burnt orange jacket. And it was, it was fantastic. I've seen a velvet coloured overcoat because you can get a bit bolder with the colours and, and be a bit more forthright yes but the only material that I do agree with and is difficult for guys to pull off easily is silk and satin yes unless you're Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling in a bomber jacket yes I love silk for ties oh yes and for pocket squares quite often although I tend more to linen for those now but I'm not a fan of satin sort of jackets or shirts there's a reason that when we have Dinner jackets, for example, it's just satin lapels. Yes. And a small strip down the trouser leg. That's really all you need. I was in a sort of high-end fashion boutique type place having a nose around and they were selling silk long sleeve t-shirts. Wow. In some quite weird and wonderful colours. That just strikes me as the sort of thing that would look fantastic on a model, on a photo shoot, and look absolutely terrible when you wore it out yes there's some asian styles which suit silk and satin some asian shirts and stuff like that but if you're going for that look that's a very specific look you have to go for yes it's not something that you can pull off easily without a loss of thought oh well so uh ladies and gentlemen thank you for having us back we're wrapping up today's episode we're glad to be back aren't we james very much so 
we always look forward to hearing from you so do please feel free to drop us a line as you have done for the questions that you've asked us at inquiries at theperfectgentleman.tv I'd be especially interested if anybody has any pictures where they've successfully double denimed oh yes or think they have you're excused if you went to the Calgary Stampede <laughs> yes yes or it's a photo of you in the late 80s early 90s looking moody and poetic looking moody and poetic if you want to check that out that's on my personal Instagram feed <laughs> I'm sorry I shouldn't tease please feel free to do so and, and laugh heartily well ladies and gentlemen do feel free to contact us on our social media The Perfect Gentleman on Instagram Twitter etc etc or contact me or James directly on our social media feeds mm-hmm. the Marwood chap for most of James's yes and it's Zach FB for most of mine Google us you'll find us it's been lovely and a pleasure to speak to you again James and you my friend and hopefully uh, we'll speak again very soon we shall so thank you very much ladies and gentlemen have a wonderful time bye bye goodbye this podcast is brought to you by the Perfect Gentleman Group Limited and was edited by Andy Nichol at the Pistachio Palace.